Uh, right, hang on. Okay, uh, just a very, very quick thing first. Uh, can we do a quick volume check? So, um, Topsy, just say anything. Hello, hello, hello. Up a little bit. Hello, boys and girls. Hello, hello. Yeah, that's, hello. that's perfect. Hello. Neil? Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, a little bit louder. Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I think it's just because your voice is in a higher register. It doesn't come through on the right. Yeah. I'm going to forget if you come talking loud. You are, and I'm going to do this hand signal <laughs> to you every time I see you drop through. I'm actually quite a lot louder than both of you. Uh, all right, so your mouth. Sorry, I'm a baritone. Um, uh, but yeah, I think we're all right. See, now this is the sort of thing that I'd love to put on at the beginning, because a lot of podcasts... I've just insulted it. you, it's going in. No, but I will not do that before you do the sort of... Oh yeah, so we're recording now? Mm-hmm. Okay, good to hear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no! Hello boys and girls, welcome to The Down Low. Apparently this is a podcast. I'm not quite sure what a podcast is because I've not ever listened to one, but we're going to make one, which is very, very exciting. Now, um, my homework was to go away and think of a theme tune to our podcast, but unfortunately I haven't managed to do that yet because I've been terribly busy. So I thought we could make up a little theme tune now. I'm going to point to some of my team on the podcast now and they've got to create a theme tune on the spot. Jesus. They didn't know I was going to do this. Neil, go. Um, what do we... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not good at stuff like this. Go on, Neil, do it. Um... Start singing, Neil. Oh my God. Um, I'm going to count you in. Three, two, one. All I've got is the Lion King. I've got the the Lion King in my head. Do it. (laughs) What? So our theme tune is going to be... No. Do Matt first. Matt's better and stuff like that. Go, Matt. Okay. The down low. 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 Neil, you're not very musical, never mind. <laughs> but welcome to our podcast with our new amazing theme tune. Uh, why are we doing this? We wanted to do something that was really fun and informative. Well, hopefully it will be fun. <laughs> we thought we'd uh, want to discuss some topics that people feel a bit uncomfortable talking about. I feel I feel uncomfortable talking about a lot of things, so I'm going to find this whole experience quite awkward. Um, I'll just imagine that my mother's listening, which will make that will make you feel much better. Yeah, uncomfortable all the time. Uh, but we'd like to talk about some serious topics and then ask the genuine questions that you, the viewers or listeners, no, you can't view us because <laughs> you can't see yeah. us. That's what a podcast is. <laughs> now I realise the difference. You can look at your phone while you're listening to the yeah. podcast. And then Nothing will be on there. Well, the, well, the counter. Yeah. Can we have a picture? Yeah. yeah. We're all sat here naked now, by the way. Oh, We're that kind of podcast. Um, so we hope it'll be quite natural and hopefully funny. Um, like, like you're sat with your mates having a conversation. It, it is going to be unscripted. Yeah, Topsy, can, can Topsy says while she's <laughs> looking, at, looking at a piece of paper. I will have featured guests. Later. Yeah, not today. Not today. <laughs> this is our first one. And we were a bit disorganised. If you want to be one of our featured guests, then please uh, make yourself known to us. Um, and we're going to do one every two weeks. So, boys and girls, let me introduce you to the team of our podcast. Firstly, we've got the wonderful Mac, 
<laughs> you can't say his name. Matt McSherry. Yes. Matt McSherry, tell hi. me a little bit about yourself. Uh, hi, Topsy. I am Matt McSherry. I, uh, well... It's not Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, <laughs> that's good, because I am drinking. I, uh... Are you guys drinking? Yeah, well, I am. Uh-huh. When we did this production me- meeting, like, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh, yeah, we'll drink while we're doing it, and um, you've got green tea and water, and you've got a Coke, so... I'm a professional dish. She's like, I've got a show tonight. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen you drink at your shows. I know, I know. Not in musicals, dear. It's a different world. Drag, drag's different. Go on, sorry. Sorry, um, in touch with you, Matt. No, no, that's cool. So I'm day drinking. Uh, I normally work in a shop. I sell shoes to people. And um, Do you have a shoe fetish? I don't. Which, I like, I mean, I like shoes. They're great. But I don't have a shoe fetish. I do know someone who does. I was going to say, have you keep... met people? Who yeah. Shoes? No, not... Like they well, come in just so people can put shoes on their feet. If they stuff. do, it's a bit stealth. Though no oh, one's okay. ever revealed themselves to be a foot fetish or a shoe fetishist with me. I do know someone who is, and I keep them at arm's length from any daytime business work. From your that shoes. I do. From my shoes, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I was coming home uh, from a gig late at night back to my home, the Crack Den in Dalston, when um, a gentleman was walking behind me and he ran up to me and he said, I will give you, I will give you ten pounds if you will kick me in the balls with your stiletto. What? Oh my god! Yeah, did so you, I, did no, you? I said, F off you weirdo, and I, <laughs> this one's for free, and I kicked him in the balls anyway. I should have just taken oh, the 10 You could have made some money. You yeah. could have made some money. Yeah. Yeah. You should have said 20, I'll <laughs> I did once have a guy um, who asked, well, I was wearing some army shorts that come from an army surplus store in Covent Garden, and he was asking about them, and he asked to buy them off me, and... I was in the street and I was like, no, I kind of sort of need these. <laughs> and then he was like, oh no, it's all right, you can come to my house. I've got loads of army surplus gear. I can maybe swap it for something. And I was like, no. Does he like the fact that you've worn them and they're a little bit dirty? Well, they, I don't, well, were they dirty? Yes, probably. Yeah. I think. Were they soiled? <laughs> no, I was, yeah, I was, uh, I was humming away to myself. <laughs> you look quite clean today, I have Thank to you. say. I made the effort because you were coming round. Oh no, no, what, what am I talking about? We're naked. We're you naked. Know, no, that's why I look, <laughs> you're, that's you're why I look clean. I'm going to my dirty ruined it all. I know, I've ruined it all. <laughs> so what, what else do you do apart from sell shoes? You're studying, I, I believe. Do, yes, I'm uh, doing a degree. Uh, with the Open University, I'm doing design and innovation, and I've f- finished my first year, so I am officially on holiday from being a student. Yay! Uh, which is nice. And then in the evenings, when I'm not working full time and doing a degree, I do creative stuff, often with. Like crocheting? Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, a bit of crochet, more sort of, you know, when you get um card and then you put macaroni on it with glue, and then you cover that in glitter and you shake like it infant, all off. Yeah. Well, How are you crafty? Let's not, let's not judge. It's <laughs> crafty. In, infants are surprisingly intelligent. Uh, feel free to send in your macaroni pictures <laughs> to our podcast. Yeah. We'll, you can uh, listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll describe them we'll for you when them. they arrive. Or, or eat them. Or eat them. I would say glittery macaroni. Mm. Mm. And, and our second Big Mac is Neil McKenney. Yes, hello. Hello, Neil. Now, Neil is a senior producer in digital advertising. <laughs> that sounds very impressive. Is what, do you, what does that actually mean? Um, it, I work, I put projects on things like Piccadilly Circus, that's sort of the, the basic thing, um, but any digital screen in the country, um, done pretty much stuff on all of them now. Like my computer at home? No, no, uh, big screens. So <laughs> oh, you're not responsible like my TV. for those weird no, games no, no, I watch no. all by myself. When no, 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 no. Um, so yeah, 
I always give Piccadilly Circus as an example because that's a well-known one to the screens there. Are you just like showing off then? I mean, yes, I mean it's yeah, it's quite yeah, a cool yeah, thing. yeah, I control quite a cool all thing. the screens of Piccadilly Circus. I don't control them, but I've had pro my projects on them. So, yeah, very good, um, very good. Yeah, so also do creative stuff as Matt touched on. Um, that's what, what you do? You do macaroni pictures as well. <laughs> no, I joined the macaroni right. picture club. Um, I'm not necessarily. Matt's more creative than me, and we've done we've done stuff together um, creatively. Um, but he's more the sort of person to put things down on paper, as it were. Um, like macaroni. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I'll, I'll sort of maybe direct a little bit and say, "Oh, that macaroni doesn't look massively great there." So just move it over there. <laughs> can you a little make, bit more glitter. Can you make the macaroni bigger? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, that's how we sort of came to do this really, I guess, as well, because um, we wanted to do a new project together. So. Uh, what about you, Topsy? What do you do? What about me? Well, uh, well, on, on, on this piece of paper in front of me, it says Topsy is a huge star and performer around the world. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Oh my god. Is that what I am? Goodness me. Well, yes, I'm, I'm a drag cabaret artist, Topsy Redfern. Some of our listeners may have seen me around. They must have all, they know who you are. At least one of your producers has seen me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on stage with Topsy. Have you? Yeah. I subjected you to uh, ritual humiliation. Yes, I was, was Topsy's arms. He likes that. The two brewers. I do not like that. that. Did you no. not just see what happened when what? I was put on the spot for the theme tune? <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, so that's what I do. I go around the country, sometimes around the world, um, bringing entertainment and joy song to the masses. Where's the where around the world have you performed? Uh, Finland. Oh, okay. Random. Grand Canaria. Uh, yeah. Well, that yeah, that yeah. one makes sense. More sense <laughs> yeah. than Finland. The thing is as well, like um as a drag act, I suppose, I'm like the Mary Poppins of drag, so I'm like quite a nice drag queen. I'm, I'm, I'm literally not too rude. But um and I think all the other drag queens like take the mick because I'm quite tame. Oh. But, oh no, it's true. But I got some real street cred because um, I did a gig in Gran Canaria at yeah. Ricky's bar, and um, I did an innocent joke about fisting. And well, I wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> can, a, can a joke about fisting ever be innocent? It was. It was a very okay, innocent it's a joke. It's a joke that I would do to straight audiences. What's the joke? Let me think. What's the joke now? <laughs> uh, uh, oh yeah. Uh, I'll do. I'll do the joke for you. Right. So Neil. Matt, Neil was telling me about some sex advice because apparently Neil's very good at sex. That's very true. That's a good joke. <laughs> that that is the said, best joke. I did say that I wasn't going to talk about <laughs> stuff like that out there, so. He said, Topsy, next time you have sex, what you need to do, you need to try doing some fisting. I said, Neil, I'm not that kind of girl. I'm not going to do that. He said, no, honestly, Topsy, you should try it because after all, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. The dumb shit. <laughs> I think that's a good show. Oh dear. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's quite sweet, I think. Anyway, because of that joke, I, I am now um, banned from performing at Ricky's Bar. And whenever anyone phones up for a gig, they say, you're not really, really rude like that Topsy Redfern, are you? That so, got so, you banned. Yeah, that yeah, got you banned so being too rude. So, so now, my, um, now my street cred's really gone up amongst yeah. all the drug queens. So I'm now cool. Something yeah. I've never been in my life before. We'll try and get some more fisting jokes into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's. Do you know a fisting one. joke, boys? No. I do, but I won't say his name. I imagine. <laughs> I imagine 
imagine fisting is no joking matter. Um, Just in case someone is listening, I've never done that. <laughs> I never want to do that. Nor have I. Please do not think about me in that context. Well, now she is. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> now ah, everyone is. Now everyone is. <laughs> and yeah, I've never done it. Where else have I performed? Um, in Milan. Mm. Um, my background's musicals as well, so I've done like lots of things around the world, like acting things. Um, I did, uh, what's my cruise ship for a year, so I actually oh, travelled cool. around the world wow. entertaining. Yeah, so I went to loads of cool places. So it's something Francisco, like that, again, because um, I don't know, and I, that's what this is all about, asking the questions. Um, what cruise ship, so you, you live on the cruise ship for the whole year? Yeah, so it was kind of like, where we were, I worked sea for about eight, eight or ten months, I can't remember how long it was. And uh, you dock in Southampton maybe every six weeks, two weeks. Four weeks to so is it just like in Europe? And we went around the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, but you, we'd go to like around uh, Europe and then around Scandinavia and come back and then we'd do an eight to four day world cruise and then we'd come back. But you'd only be allowed off for a few hours so you'd like rush to Southampton and like, <laughs> eat dairy milk and, <laughs> and get a rocket salad because that's what I missed most on the ship because you couldn't get rocket. There was just like this horrible like limp baby gem lettuce stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and... Were you, yeah, so were you smuggling rotic, rocket, rotic? <laughs> were you, were you <laughs> smuggling erotic, erotic material? <laughs> well, the internet connection uh, was really bad, so there was a, um, a pen drive with erotic material that used to get passed around <laughs> everywhere. Is I, have one of, I have one of those. No, it it. Oh. Obviously, obviously, the, the show team uh, generally inclined that way, right? As they generally are in the entertainment <laughs> industry. Um, yeah. So you were cruising for how long? Uh, ten months. Ten months of cruising. Ten months of cruising. cruising. That's probably even more than you, isn't it? Um, Let's not make it a competition. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember is the answer to that, so... uh, Yeah. (laughs) You can't remember your cruising? No. Do you take the hypnol while you're doing it? Yeah, I do. I I, I (laughs) self-drug. I don't give it to anyone else. I'm just like, I don't want to know in the morning. Do you self-medicate? Yes. Uh, Yes. So we thought we would talk a bit too about Pride, since it is Pride weekend. So obviously June is the Pride month, when the LGBTQADFRUS plus <laughs> celebrate being who... What does that even stand for? Uh, you tell okay. me. Just make sure that we get everyone in. Yeah. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, Q, queer. Yeah. Go on, yeah. A... Androgynous. Yeah. Asexual. Both. Oh, both. Yeah. D. But they are different people. D. Yeah, or are they? D. 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 Dirty. D. Um, dogs. Uh, I do have the story about. Some, some gay men put like dog hoods on. Oh, dogs. Oh, Puppy play. Play. Puppy play. play. Is that not D? It is now. <laughs> what, what was D? Did you just make these up? Uh, no, I actually had a, I had a thing for each one, but I've had two drinks since then, so I can't remember. What's F? What is F? F. Pistas. No. Is it? <laughs> is it? Let's be inclusive. Uh, what's next? Ah. Fucking hell. What was I thinking? Rough? Rough. <laughs> we could be insulting people. No, we're including everyone, Neil. Even everyone rough, is even, we can't even the rough people. If you are included. rough, you are welcome with us. You. You. You and me and the S. The sexy ones. Mm-hmm. Mm. So and, it's all, and, all and the 
And the plus. For and the plus for everyone else. Yeah. So apparently, Price started in 1969. That's it going so long after the Stonewall Inn was raided by police in New York on the 28th of June. So that led to massive riots in the streets. That's kind of the film Milk and all that. No, Milk, uh, is, milk is Harvey Milk. Yeah, so that's about him and his rise um, through the San Francisco City Authorities as a counsellor, I think. There is a, right there right. is a film about Stonewall. Yes, but it... But I don't think it's historically accurate. They said accurate. it was whitewashed. Um... Um, but, but they meant because they took out the drag queen, which who was the person to throw the brick. Um, when they did the trailers for it, it was sort of um, that Hollywood actor, the young guy. That one. Yeah, I can't remember. That his guy. Name. Um, and they didn't show the main person. Um, I can't. Sorry, apologies. I can't remember her name. Brenda Howard. Oh no, no she's there. She, no, no, she organised. I'm looking at my notes, not that they're scripted. Um, but yeah. <sighs> So yeah, that film um, flopped incredibly bad because the gay community went a bit crazy, rightly so. Because <laughs> well, like, so. his history was yeah, because they they, took, <laughs> they rewrote they, our history, yeah. girl. Uh, uh -huh. Yeah. So yeah, I should know more about this really. I'm a little bit ashamed that I don't know more about it. Um, so the first part was on November the second of that year, and then Brenda Howard, a bisexual woman, largely regarded as a mother of pride, she was cited as organising the first event. And that was held all over the world. Yeah. The largest being in Sao Paulo in... Or oh, Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo? Oh, it's probably Sao Paulo, but I think <laughs> I wrote it wrong. Are Sao Paulo and San Paulo different places? I don't think San Paulo exists. But if it does, I bet they have a good pride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning a lot today. And there were, anyway, 2.5 million people attended that pride. Wow. Uh, London Pride was first 1972, and it's grown to be the second largest free event in London. What's the first largest well, free they, event? Well, this is disputed. Um, sometimes people say it's the largest free event, one-day event, um, if you just take the one day of the Saturday. Um, but then I will say that then, because you've got the fireworks is now, you have to pay, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. so, oh, you mean the fireworks is in New Year's? Is, oh, yeah, that is the longest. Yeah, but uh, now you have to event. pay, so that's no longer free. So <laughs> the only other one is... So Pride free. is now the largest well, you've got free event? Well, Carnival, mm -hmm. but that's across... Mm -hmm. Days. That is, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that so, but it's disputed, and um, it's always a thing that people say differently. So, so yeah. So well, it, fact, on the uh, on the website that I looked at twenty minutes ago, that's the information that I was given. So let's go with that. Oh, was that from their website? No, it was from I can't remember. From wiki. Oh, I looked at some strange places. Oh, okay. But yeah, probably wiki. Can you believe everything you see on Wikipedia? Yes. No, no. Well, some, well don't believe some... my Wikipedia page <laughs> because mine, mine's. All wrong. I'm going to look it up now. As we're talking about Pride, I was going to ask you about your first Pride, gentlemen. So, mine was in Bournemouth. Because um, I'm Bournemouth. 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 Yeah, Bournemouth. Because um, I'm from Dorset. Um, it was one of the first times they did Born Free. Um, and it was when I was a special constable. Special um, what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you used to be a policeman. Yeah. Um, started off as a special... Did you have a nice helmet? I did. Um, um, and I was also a lesbian and gay liaison officer down there. Um, and I marched for the first time in my police polo shirt um, with my 
Laglo, as they called us, Lesbian and Gay Liaison Officer, because every police force loves an acronym. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, marched and got lots of abuse shouted at us from tourists on the beach and stuff like really? that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What year was this? Um, that must have been about 10, 11 years ago. <gasps> and people were shouting abuse at Yeah. What, just the police or? No, no, just, just everyone marching. No way. Yeah. But you get that now because even in London you still get that, you know, with the, oh, the, the, like the religious, religious groups. Yeah, they, they have their special area, don't they? Um, down from Piccadilly Circus, it normally is. Uh, and they stand there with their placards and say how gay being gay is a sin. He who is without sin cast the first stone. Preach. <laughs> Preach, sister. It's my Catholic upbringing coming through. <laughs> I was a good Catholic girl. Spent a lot of time on my knees when I was young. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what's your first pride? Uh, mine, well, mine was almost completely opposite. I grew up further uh, down the country than Neil. I grew up in Cornwall, um, yeah. but never went to pride there. Um, my first pride was, I think it was 2003, and um, I'd moved to Brighton. So I was in Brighton Pride. It's um, a good one. It's a, good a really good oh, one. Brighton's amazing. It just... There was, I think, I remember hearing on uh, Juice FM. Uh, some, no, that is a blast for the Yeah, <laughs> some old guy going like, oh, I don't think they should stop the buses. It's terrible that the buses are stopping through the city. You can get, you can walk through the city in 10 minutes. It's tiny. Um, maybe not if you're an old man. Well, maybe not if you're an old man, no. no. <laughs> like but then you just the get, day. like, a couple of hunky men to carry you through the city, which would probably happen. I'd probably enjoy that anyway. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm aiming for this year. Um, but yeah, um, so that was like the only negativity I heard. And then um, just the whole city came out. And, and the thing that I really like about uh, Brighton Pride is that everyone comes out. Like uh, when I was, uh, when I used to live there, my, like, my friends were straight and um, still are probably. Um, and they would all be like, yes, we, we know where we're going. We know what dance set we're going to. We know where we're going to hang out afterwards. We know what bars we're going to. Um, and it, it, my experience was that it felt really genuinely inclusive because there was never anyone who couldn't come. Uh, everyone, everyone was welcome to go. Now there's something to say. Yeah, uh, sorry, uh, you both missed that. No, no I didn't. You I both missed that. You're you being very serious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I let that one slip. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, yeah, and I remember I was. Oh God, I've been. I was absolutely wasted. I was really drunk, and I was walking from wherever I was to. Not that we promote irresponsible drinking, ladies and gentlemen. If you responsibly daytime drink, like I'm doing right now, while I'm also working, then it's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, was, I remember walking to Preston Park, and there was a mum and her son, and her son, I think, was about eight years old, around that kind of age, sort of preteen, and he had written on his cheek in eyeliner. I'm proud of my gay sister. And I had a little moment as oh, I was walking near them, and I was like, you know what? That is everything I would want in my life. Um, acceptance from family, that, that loving kind of thing. And they both, uh, the, the family didn't seem to be uh, sort of like militant or angry about the whole They were just enjoying a lovely day where everyone was just free to chill out and enjoy themselves and be who they were and um there, there wasn't you know sometimes you with gay prides you get questions like oh why does it exist because there's no straight pride etc there was none of that where i was it was all really really chilled out and, what's, uh, what's like your that. your view in relation to that what what should pride be about because there's lots of 
every year, um, certainly from working with Pride in London, you always got all these differing views as to what Pride should be. You know, it should be a protest, it should be a party, it should be, as you've just said, just a day that you can come out and feel extremely comfortable in an area which sometimes you may not. You know? I, I don't think it has to be a choice. I think you can have um, you can have a protest and a party at the same time. Um, protests should be effective. If you're going to have a protest, you should have an effective protest. But that doesn't mean you should always be angry. It doesn't always work that an angry protest is the best protest. Sometimes the, the way you undermine bigotry and the way you undermine hatred is to just show how weird it is by having a great day yourself. And so you can, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not working for Pride this year. It's the second year I've not worked for Pride. So I'm just going to go and get battered and have a great time and kiss boys, hopefully. Um, but in a way, that's also my protest. That's, you know, I, I, I want to be able to do that in my life all the time. And if mm. there happens to be... What kiss boys? All like, the time. He only does it once a year. One day I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do. It's, it's my, my dream is to do it at least twice a year. Um, but yeah, no, to have that, um, to have that freedom of, uh, of love and expression without any, like having to look back over your shoulder or without having to assess where you are, um, doing that on that day is my protest. And then that, that helps me to carry that through the year. Mm. So like I, um, I often accidentally come out to like old ladies at work and they'll be like, Oh, are you, have you got a girlfriend? And I'm like, no, I haven't. I don't even have a boyfriend at the moment. And, and it's that casual kind of, you know, this is I'm, I'm telling you who I am, but I'm not setting you up to battle back. Yeah. Mm. I'm actually, if anything, I'm taking that away from you. If you if you then have a problem with uh, the fact that I would quite like to go and cuddle a boy, man, man. <laughs> so I'll, I'll edit that out. When he said boy, he means over 18. I do, I do. Um, then, yes. Yeah, or 16, sorry. 16. 16. A bit of internalised homophobia there, I think. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've lost internalised homophobia. I think most gay people have. I yeah. think so, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so that was, that was my, first, my first Pride. It was really, really, really nice. Um, have, you think, been, have you been? Yeah, I have. I, I was just thinking that um, I think it's, people often say we don't need it anymore. Oh. But, like, we, we really do. I was chatting to this guy who works in catering. He's a restaurant manager. I think he said he worked in Essex. And he... Uh, he's a gay man, he's out in all areas of his life, but he still doesn't feel like he can be out at work because he thinks it will affect his career. And I think that, was, that really shocked me. And it just really made me think that actually, until we can have absolute equality, where everyone feels comfortable in all walks of their life and um, being out yeah. without an issue, then I think there will always be a need for it. I think that's, that's a cultural thing as well. It's, you know, like we have laws that protect us from discrimination and we have, you know, now we have equality to marry and, and stuff like that. But, but uh, what you're saying, that, that, um, that, that living free only comes from when the vast majority of people in your society don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah it's ingrained in the fabric of society. Yeah. Which it takes a lot of time, I think. Yeah, which is there's a, there's a still a long way to go. Like, like you just said, we've got those sort of laws, um, but you know, there's a lot of people out there who still don't agree with it. You know, and prominent people as well. Yeah. People that have a lot of influence. So I think that's where, for me, with pride, 
it's it's a mixture of it all now. You know, like I said, what I've heard some people um, saying that Pride is a protest and we shouldn't be drinking, we shouldn't be having a party. And it's like, well, but that's how it's evolved. You know, the you still do have the massive protest element, but it's also evolved into the fact of just showing our presence and, you know, the freedom of expression and things mm. like that. So that one day we can take over and sort of just remind people that, you know, we're here and we're queer. We're queer. And, um, we're, and we're drinking yeah. a beer. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but, you, but you also have to know who you're protesting to. Yeah. So because... Uh, like I mean, I'm I'm very lucky. My family are very liberal and accepting and happy and loving. Um, and I think all oh, right, stop showing off, dear. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think because you um, because we have a lot of people who either a don't care and like, well, fine, you're gay, get on with it, do it, that's fine, it doesn't bother me. Or um, you know, people are a bit more included and who will come to LGBT plus other things. Um, with us. A-D-F-R-U-S plus. That's, yeah. Uh, it's the people that, that don't want to do that are really the only ones that we need to protest, like, I think vehemently. And I think they're, it's almost at a point where they're, they've decided against all the available evidence and against all the cultural changes. Nope, I'm still going to have a problem with LGBT plus people. I'm still going to think that trans people are weird and freaks. I'm still going to think that lesbians are just man-haters because they haven't met the right man or whatever. Um, and they're harder to convince. And I don't know that protesting is necessarily the most effective way to change those hearts and minds. I think maybe education might be more of a way to go forward. But, Which um, I think is that is the changing, certainly um, from my point of view, when I see sort of younger generations now with how they're coming out at school and things like that, which was never happened when I was in school. Mm. Um, you know, people coming out. There was always, I guess, people at school that you thought were gay because of their mannerisms and things like that, but no one actually came out when I was at um, secondary school. Yeah, no, it no, wasn't. No, no. But now it's like, you know, people in secondary school now have sort of got girlfriends, boyfriends, you know, depending, whatever. Yeah. And, it, and it's so much more normal. I'm sure there's still teasing and stuff that takes place, which is part of the thing that needs to change, but it, it is crazy how much it's changed. Well, we had, um, uh, I'm doing a musical called Heels of Glory, ladies and gentlemen, listener at Chelsea Theatre until 26th of June. But we had um, uh, this guy contact us called Dex, or his uh, friend, his mother's friend did. Uh, he's 16, and he'd come out recently at school, and he's really into drag, so his mum asked him to come down. And watch us how we got our makeup before the show. Oh, wow, oh, that's cool. And, like, I felt so jealous of him that he could be 16 years old and out. I mean, he did say obviously there'd been issues at school, but yeah. that he can be out and he can be exploring uh, the, the drags thing and he, he's going to Pride with all his friends in London. And, and to have his mum 16 years that. old and have, yeah. you know, have his mum kind of, she, I think she's a bit concerned, so she wants. You know, well, she, did, she didn't want him to have like bad makeup. She was like, "You've got to You're gonna do it, do it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Learn that. how to beat your face. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it just shows you how far that it's all come since uh, we started. But it's great that, like, even though I think uh, we're all around the same age. Obviously, Topsy's younger than all of us put together. But I don't know. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not as young as I look. <laughs> Neither am I. Should we? I we, can, had, we can edit this out too. Okay. I just had a lot of facials. We'll yeah. we'll say our ages and I'll edit it out with swear bleeps. Um, okay. I uh, I will be on Saturday.
and I'm. I'm. So, I am. Oh, yes. they will never yeah. know who won the who was the <laughs> oldest battle because <laughs> absolutely bleeping all of that out. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. So, well, um, I was going to just talk, uh, talk about uh, internalized homophobia. Actually. That's yeah. Um, I remember I, I went to Durham University, uh, and then uh, I kind of came up while I was there, and there wasn't really a big gay culture there. In, as part of our student union, there was um, kind of an LGBT. It, it had far fewer letters than the L. I yeah. think it was yeah. just LGBT. We didn't have all. L- LG. We didn't have all the rest of the letters yeah. that have added on. Yeah. But um, and I remember like distinctly not wanting to be a part of that because I viewed those people as like strange and weird and odd and like, outsiders. Like... And I, you know, I suppose at that point, I really wanted to conform mm. uh, to. The majority, or most of my friends, are uh, straight. Well, well, also being gay, but sort of being gay, but not being. Uh, I'm going to do air quotes, which doesn't work on a podcast, but gay. Air quotes. Yeah, air quote gay. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't. I suppose I didn't. I didn't really want that identity. That I perceived. Um, so was it almost like that you saw them as you know the not the troublemakers, but the you know they're the, they're the ones that are going to go out and sort of. You don't want to be tarred with this brush because they're going out and shouting about it and stuff like that. Or? Yeah, well, just at that point, I felt you know it's kind of like the flamboyance and the campness and the things that like you repress when you're younger because you yeah. try to fit in. It's yeah. like they were displaying that and like being proud of that, and like I was wasn't not ready at that stage to to embrace the gay identity and the things that go with it, positive and negative. Flash yeah. forward nine years, yeah. you, yeah. Now, you now know who won the age now, competition. Now. <laughs> Look at you now. I'm a rancid old drag queen. If they could see you now, Topsy, what would if they, they see? Exactly, exactly. But that's why I really I enjoy it, because by the time I did my first Pride, it wasn't until I was at drama school, I don't think. It must have been like 22 or 23. Yeah. It was Manchester Pride. And it's just really suddenly nice to feel like part of like a bigger community yeah. where you're not the odd, you know, the token gay person in your group, which, yeah. I, which I kind of had been... Th- for a long time up until then. Yeah. So then it was really great. I had such a good time at my first Pride. My mum's friend, uh, um, chaperoned me. I, I got very drunk. Can we He's very sexy. He was a Mr. Gay UK. Really? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's very, very handsome. Such a lovely man. Uh, although I got very drunk and then he said, sniff this at one point. And I thought it was Poppers, but it was actually... Um, oh, no. So I spent most of uh, my first Pride uh, like not being able to stand up and vomiting into the canal in Manchester, <laughs> um, which is quite interesting. But I did kiss um, a professional six foot eight, a black basketball player millionaire. Wow! I'm presuming he's a professional basketball player, not yes. professional everything you just said. No, yeah, you, yeah. you If you're <laughs> going to be that, you'd be professional all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt like I was in queer as fuck because, like, like uh, we kissed and, and stuff, and then like the next day he had to like. Uh, Going back to America to play basketball and stuff. And oh my god! It's like really like that's almost romantic. like a like a Prince Charming kind of story of like I've met this guy. He's like not only hot but also a millionaire and really good at sports. Is he famous now? He is. I'm not going to say who. No, he no, is. no, obviously, but, but, uh, but we, we, we can leave it out. Have you looked him up? Well, you, oh yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. I, I, I met him recently again, actually for a coffee, but um, oh, okay. just yeah, a coffee. Yeah, just a coffee. Just is coffee. he out or he is now? He wasn't at the time. Is he? Is he still playing in the sport? Uh, professionally like, he commentates and things and okay. yeah because you normally um, just I'll tell you who it is it's got to be bleak though because obviously yeah because yeah. no one's got Google uh, it's a guy called John... no, no idea no, who that is not clue sorry 
picture. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a look at it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just all have a little perv. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry we can't share, but... Top secret. Top secret. Top secret. Top secret. So, are you performing at Pride in London? Uh, I, yeah, I am. Um, the musical I'm in, Heels of Glory at Chelsea Theatre until Sunday, <laughs> 26th of June. Um, uh, we're doing a slot on the main stage. Uh, we're singing uh, the main... And the, and the, 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 and the musical? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's legal to do slots uh, on the main stage yet at Gay Pride. But um, yeah, so we're doing that. We're singing the main anthem, which is called Don't Let Them Drag You Down, which is uh, a real a song of empowerment. Right. So we're doing that on the main stage, and then I'm in the Royal Vauxhall Tavern Drag Choir. So we have our oh. second performance on the cabaret stage uh-huh. uh, later on in the afternoon, and then we have a show of Heels in the Glory of Glory at the Chelsea Theatre in the evening. So you won't be so going out all day. No, you won't be in a gutter. I always have to buy a pride. I mean, that must be the thing, like being a drag queen. It, you, these sort of events, I guess. Do you ever, do you ever get to experience them? Yeah, I mean, because I suppose when you're performing on the gay drag scene, uh, you know, you can drink and there is, although it's work, there is kind of quite a social element if you want that to happen. So, but I mean, just because I've got to do two hour musical, it just means I've got to be a bit bit more sensible and focused. Yeah. And not drink. Yeah, if you kind of, if you (laughs) And then I've got two shows on Sunday. Oh no. So you can't, can't even go, go, go to the Pride in the Park after. Well, I can, but it just means I'll be really rubbish in the last two shows. Uh, what shall I do, ladies and gentlemen? If it's a gay drag show on the like the Sunday after Pride, and anyone who attends that drag show expects you to be on point, yeah, that's their lookout. And I have had <laughs> some drag queens I have seen very drunk on the stage. Mm. You know, a lot of I've seen some smash a lot of shots <laughs> you know, during performances, <laughs> and then you know, then taking effect. So. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, I put loads of weight on recently. My, my mother keeps telling me I have pot bellies when I'm in my dresses when I'm on stage. But that's because, like, um, I had to stop having shots because I was turning into alcoholic. So now I've gone to lager shandies, so it looks like you're drinking a lot, but really... But doesn't it you? Yes, but yeah. now, now I've got a lager baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the Immaculate Conception with a lager... With oh. the, the Virgin Topsy, but with a lager baby. Time to find out what has been trending on the social media with Neil himself. Go. Cool, so um, I've just been looking around on the internet and um, got a couple of topics um, that have been being talked about by a lot of different people. One of them is the referendum. (laughs) In or out. Obviously, when this goes out, then we'll know. But um, it's like a cry out to our future selves. Yeah. What happened? We don't yeah. literally don't know when we're recording this. It, we're in Europe. I, we, from yeah. when this when this gets published, we could be Mars. 
I don't know, America? Where do we <laughs> join next? Just like, I was like, just like, 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 like bye. Yeah. Yeah. So like, there must be a gradual like. It's no, a few years. I think oh, I think yeah, laws okay. have to be changed. And what they do is mainland Europe just gives a little gentle kick to the island, and we sail <laughs> off into the Atlantic, <laughs> yeah. and then we can be on our own. Yeah, hopefully further south, so we can move. Yeah, a little bit warmer. They, yeah, they yeah. Don't send us north. No. They press the button and um, blow up the Channel Tunnel. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, did you vote, boys? I have. I will have after this. Um, so are, yes. you, are, you, are you saying? Are you saying what you voted? Um, I am remain. You're um, remain. Yes. So. Uh, I am also remain. I voted because the polling station where we're recording, we're recording in my flat. The polling station is literally outside my front door. Uh, so I had a cigarette earlier and voted almost at the same time. Um, uh, I voted remain. And I voted Remain because I was born in Germany, so I've always felt very European. Um, Gay and Europe. So, so this time tomorrow, if it's a no, you'll be. We won't hear you next time. No, I have to so go back. Be gone. Well, this is the thing. Back to so, Germany. So apparently, I'm going to you will leave. Well, the country. <laughs> I don't know. Can I'm I be deported? Well, no, you've got British. Yeah, so I, I'm yeah. a British citizen. The, the yeah. country I was born in doesn't exist anymore. So I was born in West Germany, which is now no longer uh, a thing. Oh, okay. um, yeah, because you are really that old. I am actually ancient. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was born in yeah. Um, was it like Federal German? No, Federal German Republic East Germany. I was born in anyway. I was born in West Germany, um, and there was because my dad was in the army. Uh, there was uh, a military base with a hospital where I had to be born in. So if I wasn't born in there, I'd automatically be a German citizen. Uh-huh. And then they'd have to have loads of paperwork to get me to become a British citizen. And apparently, according to my mum, she was like, no, I held on until we were through the gates. <laughs> so there's still a mystery of like, was I actually born in an ambulance on the way to what is effectively an island of Britain inside northern Germany? Or was I not? So I, will I be deported? No, if you've got a British mum. Can I get deported? Oh, like I like my house. I'll marry you so you can stay. Oh, would you? <laughs> At last. Oh. This is the only way I'm ever going to get married if someone uses me for my visa. I've I got think. actually me too, so cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, My passport's the most attractive thing about me. That's really depressing, isn't it? Well, I, I voted Remain, although I really instinctively I, I'm a lever. I don't know why though, because like, I'm gay, I'm quite quite liberal in my views. Yeah. I am from Yorkshire, and people in the north oh, are more it's inclined that separation. to leave. Yeah. I think Yorkshire wants to secede from the UK. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we probably would if there was a referendum. That's but, like Cornwall. Cornwall wants to be its own. Oh, it's state. convinced it already is. Yeah. It's absolutely convinced it already is. Um, so, um, so the things that you said that you um, would, would make you think that you would vote Remain because you're gay and... Well, look, those are, those are all things that I found out. So I voted Remain as well, uh, but I've recently found out that those are all laws that the UK has passed on its own, independent of the EU. So that's not necessarily a bad thing if you were to vote for leave because, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're not going to be able to get married anymore or we'll have to quit our jobs or lose our jobs if we're gay. So I think there's, there's a quality there. Yeah. Um, I just have a lot of friends that are far more intelligent than me who believe we should remain and that's the thing that swayed me most even though instinctively i wanted to leave so what what um i feel like i feel like um i feel like um 
the European Union is almost, it started off as something that's going to bring Europe together. Like Eurovision. Like Eurovision. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the... Australia, Russia. Yeah. 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 The only European vote that gays really care about, isn't it? Let's be honest about this, is Eurovision. No, but, but, but now it seems like with, like, um, the economic situation and things happening in Greece and Spain, it's almost like the, the central government of Europe is driving a wedge between the countries and creating resentment. And the, all the governments seem to be getting more right-wing across Europe. Yeah. So it feels like almost it's it's causing division now. But do you not think? In my head, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Do you not? I don't really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I know we're having a really yeah. good start. But do you not think with, with England? I was reading something yesterday on the internet, and an um, article, as many have come out, that Britain will actually be even more hated. Because we're not, we're not voting. No yet. one voted for it in Europe. That exactly. Was the, that was the, their chance. Yeah. That was Europe's they, chance to say, we want you to yeah. stay. They basically we told us to and go. They, they stuck a finger up at us, oh. didn't they, in Eurovision? But could, but could that happen even more? You know, we are this island. Um, obviously, we do have a good standing. But could it, you know, the division, could it? Could we be more <laughs> hated than we already are? <laughs> Is that what we're aiming for now? I don't know, but... How, what, what percentage? According to some, we're going to get World War Three. So. Well, yeah, I know, but also, I mean, no one knows what will happen. Like, we're literally, when you are listening to this person with headphones on, you will know because we don't know right now. It hasn't yeah. happened to us yet. Um, I would imagine, like, if Scotland got independence, which it didn't, um, the world wouldn't end. Uh, euphoria wouldn't happen when they didn't get independence. The company didn't crumble and collapse. Company, country, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Um, I don't think much will change immediately. I think over time there'll be long-term goals. I don't think anything... like So on the... It's horrible to say that on the Leave side there's been a lot of xenophobia and racism, but there has. That's, that tends to be... Not all people who voted... What is it saying? Not all people who voted Leave are racist, but all racists have voted Leave. Yeah, um, yeah, so it's that yeah, kind yeah, of proportional yeah. thing. So that kind of drawing the drawbridge up thing of the Leave campaign, I think they'll be disappointed that there are still others here. So there are still people from Europe who are, you know, shopping in our shops or running our shops or, or in our, our industries. And oh, I think if we, if we... We need, we need these people. British <laughs> people in general don't want to do a lot of the jobs that people from other parts of the world are willing to do. Hmm. Like, who would work in the NHS if, if, if we didn't have exactly. people from abroad here? Yeah. yeah. There isn't enough people, British people trained and capable of doing it. So, as a, as a British person, I have recently, like, literally, until yesterday, today is my first day off my day job. I work seven days in a row, and all I do is sell shoes to people. And by the end of the seventh day, I was making mistakes. I only work, like, eight to ten hours a day. I was making mistakes. I was cutting corners. I was, like, I'm really tired. I want to go home. I'm not a doctor. The people that do that whole NHS stuff is uh, that's mind-boggling. Yeah. How humans can be that clever all the time. Yeah, is I have a lot phenomenal. of respect for the junior doctors. I'm, I support them. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. I basically like anyone who stops me from dying. Yes, <laughs> or even just being sick. I don't like being sick. That's not good. Yeah, so we all voted Remain. That's partial, impartial, well, imbalance. Oh, it's yeah. too late now. By the yeah. time you hear this, yeah. who, who cares? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so what else is trending? Yes, um, this one is, it's just something that I saw yesterday and it's um, still going around today. It's about a YouTube star who from Brighton who got evicted from his flat 
for again air quotes having gay sex um and what he, so the 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 story is that um he was actually recording a um a video cast a Podcast? Pod- no, not a podcast. Vod- vod- vodcast. Vodcast. Yes. Uh, is, that, is that why you drink vodka last? Uh, <laughs> I'm making, trying to make this a vodcast. Yes. <laughs> but he, but he, he's very popular on YouTube. Um, apparently he's um, official, one of YouTube's biggest stars. But he was recording a podcast and his landlord thought that he was having loud gay sex. Came up on the door, called him a faggot. His landlord came up the door? Came and knocked on the door. Right. And then the next day he got evicted with no notice. Um, so which is illegal. Yeah, which is yeah. illegal. Um, and it, I mean, it, that's pretty much the story. Obviously, he's come out sort of publicly and said this because he's not happy. Which well, yeah, fair enough. He's been made homeless. That's a horrible yeah. thing. Yeah, um, but it was just a you know that he sort of said you know don't be a landlord in Brighton, one of the you know the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the most gay people. A lot of gay sex happens in Brighton. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. don't don't all sorts of strange places in Brighton <laughs> on the beach and bushes. So yeah, it was just that that it's quite a, a shocking thing and that that sort of thing. What? So what's when did when did this happen? When was the eviction? Um, it's has he been evicted? Does he leave now? Because I would be. Yeah, like, no, it, yeah. it says that he was literally kicked out that okay. day. Does he have so, somewhere to live? I'm worried about him. I'm guessing he does. Okay. Um, he's a big. If he's a big YouTube star, he, yeah. he must be minted. Yeah. 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 Because they they do get a lot of money from sponsorship and <laughs> things like that. So. But if anyone wants to sponsor our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Please send all electrical goods, money, um, yes. yeah, household items, yes. clothing, whatever, whatever. Yes. Alcohol supplies. Mainly. Um, but yeah, so it was just a story, you know, again, in this day and age, that that can happen. And also in our own home, that That's, some, uh, someone's coming and knocking on your door and, being, and calling you a faggot, which is one of the most hideous words. Um, I do like a good faggot, though, faggot and chips. Mm. I must admit, I used to eat them a lot when I was younger. Yes. How many faggots do you think you ate when you were younger? I have not. So are there consequences for the landlord? Is the landlord, are they now not allowed to rent that room, that memorial? or what? what well, he, he, he has said that he was going to fight against it, but he has just, he's just moved. Um, he's got, his words are, he's got more important shit to deal with. Good for you. Um, also, you don't want to give money to a homophobe, do you? Well, no, exactly. But I mean, it, you know, should he fight it should, for the principle that you know? Oh, it's, it's so home. so the land there's there's no there's no kind of charge for the landlord to face on that. Not even if he's moved out. Could you move out and be like, do you know what, landlord, fuck you. I'm go- I don't know. I'm swearing quietly. We're allowed to swear. I'm like, landlord, fuck you. Go on, swear loudly. Fuck on. off, landlord. You yeah. horrible homophobe. I'm going to move out because you're unpleasant and I don't want to give you any money. But I also want some kind of reparation. So it doesn't have to be financial, but even if the landlord then had to, I don't know, wow, what would you do? Like, no, 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 there's something, something about knowing that there's someone that's really hostile to you living where you live. Do you, know what I mean? yeah. like, you don't want to go home or be around people, see people all the time that are openly hostile towards yeah. you. That you're worried, yeah, that you, you know, you, you're going to get a knock on the door at any time and get insulted. Mm. Like it's, it's not... A nice situation to be in. So I think I'd probably be the same. I'd be like, "Yeah, fuck this, I'm leaving." But I'd, I'd want, you know? I'd want to put a, a stick in the spokes of the landlord. I want, I'd want something. Actually, I guess maybe that's the article. Maybe yeah, that's it, that's his. I don't. It doesn't name this landlord for obvious reasons because then he could open up all sorts of legal things for him. But yeah, it, it, 
to me it's just one of those things you know, in this day and age that you know that it shows i mean that comes back to what we we're talking about with pride it it shows that there's people still out there that are doing that actually i don't think we should be recording this podcast in matt's apartment because gay sex happens here sometimes yeah it's disgusting well, well no actually it never happens here you would imagine <laughs> it might have happened here but i can guarantee you that it hasn't actually that's not true Oh, no, it hasn't happened on the sofa where we're sitting, has it? Um, the lesbian sofa that was um, kindly given to me by some lesbians. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't ask oh, them. Oh, no. But this, this flat is actually... <laughs> this flat is actually the site of, an, uh, of, a, of a genuine lesbian drama. Uh, friends of mine filmed someone's lesbian drama in this flat. I what, like an argument? Do you mean drama? No, or? I mean like an actual drama. It's a <laughs> TV, like TV show. Program. Yeah, it's, oh. called, it's called She's in London. And um, the people who wrote it, who I know... Uh, approached us to to use the flat as a set, and I was like, "Yeah, Is that sure." Because it looks like a flat a lesbian would own. Well, you would. That would. <laughs> I would be pleasantly I surprised by that, that. Actually, <laughs> with all my workbench tools and. Oh God. No, uh, no. Actually, you're opening yourself up to well, so many bad comments. No, because man. because what they said to me was worse. They said, "Can we use your flat to film our drama in?" So this is the character. Blah blah blah. She's doing this and that. Yeah, we just need someone like really studenty and a bit dossy to film. <laughs> and in fairness, I'd only lived here for like three months, but it still actually looks quite studenty. Uh, so yeah, um, no comments. No. <laughs> uh, so in my flatmate's bedroom, there was a lesbian sex scene filmed on his bed, and he he's totally fine with that. He loves it. I haven't seen the program. Uh, What's it called? I've been watching. It's it. called She's in London. She's in London. Yes. It, well done for filming it. Was it what a, a web series? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't seen it, but they won an award. So what else is trending at the moment? Um, so this one has been trending for quite a while. This is to do with Orlando. Um, oh. Yes. So the, the story that is coming out now um, is that the London Gay Men's Chorus are releasing... Bridge Over Tom's Water as a single, and mm-hmm. the money will go to the victims of Orlando of what happened in Orlando. Um, so it was it's fitting that we talk about it, you know, considering what we're talking about on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and that you know, I, I went to the vigil uh, last week, and it was probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen um, in in my in my time. Um, you know, just being there, it was literally, you could not move mm. in, in Soho. And then when the minute silence happened and then the gay men's chorus started singing, it was just, you know, it was very heart-wrenching, but also very beautiful to see that all these people came out, um, you know, whoever they were, and it wasn't just, you know, LGBT plus people, it was straight people, it was all sorts of people just came out, you know, for this solidarity. And it happened all over the country and all over the world as well, but to see it was a... I suppose that's a silver lining to come out of the cloud of it, isn't it? Is that events like horrible events like that do uh, make these expressions of support visible, and then yeah. that, that in turn is beneficial for the whole LGBT plus community mm. to see that there is this massive support. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think also wider, like you say, you know, also other communities to see that we are that strong that we all come together. For, for such a tragedy and I think again that's why Pride is so important um, as will be seen this year with, with London Pride where they've all you know, obviously referenced Orlando and what's happened there it it just shows how important that these things are still happening on a massive scale 
you know, this was huge. You know, the biggest shooting in, um, American, in a modern day American history. Yeah. Um, Take yeah. away the guns. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. It's simple. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's the wider story, but it, it was just to sort of, you know, that these, it's still, you know, things are still coming out about the guy that did it and, and stuff like that. But it, it's amazing to see that, you know, London's Gay Men Chorus are releasing this song um, as a tribute. Um, so is it, do you know um, where we can get the song from and where the money, if we're buying it, where the money will go to? It's going to be um, on iTunes tomorrow, which is Friday, I okay, believe. So today, if you've got yeah. this on the first day, well done yeah. for you. Yes. Trendsetter. Um, but you can still buy it, you know, further on from that. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure exactly how they're routing the money to the victims of Orlando, but I do know there are certain funds that have been set up um, for victims and the victims families and things like that so and well, i'm sure the gay men's you know chorus and we we can yeah we we both have friends neil and i both have friends on the london gay men's chorus i don't know do you talk to you? uh you know yes i know people yeah. that have been in it yeah so um what we'll do is we'll um between now and the next podcast we'll have a, a chat with them and see how it's going for them what they're doing and, and maybe give some more information on that as well because i think that's that's quite important yeah definitely it's yeah amazing course and they are amazing singers. Like I said, that was to hear that over. It was completely silent in Soho, and then to hear them start singing and then people clapping for it, it was you know it was yeah. mm. emotional to say the least. Yeah, well done, son of a tutu for organising. I think she started the momentum for the oh, okay. vigil. Yeah. So. Oh well done. No, yeah, big. support that we had uh, for the Orlando victims let's think about some other LGBT events that are happening throughout the UK at the moment Neil you know what's going on don't you yeah so I just we just thought we'd because the, the podcast isn't all about London um so I thought we'd just go over some of the other prides that take place I mean there there's there's almost a pride for for all the main big places in in the country now yeah um so um obviously coming up we've got Pride in London this weekend, but then the next one after that on the 2nd of July is Edinburgh Pride, um, and I'm just going for, this isn't all of them because there's a massive list, but then you've got Born Free in Bournemouth um, on the 9th and 10th of July, um, and there's North Wales Pride on the 22nd to 24th of July, uh, Liverpool Pride at the end of July 30th to 31st, um, and just to mention this one, Western Supermare Pride, um, which I've actually been to before, which is a was actually good fun. It was small, but good fun. That's mm. on the 30th of July as well. Um, and then I could, like I said, I could go on to loads, but there are a lot of prides, and we'll talk about them more in future podcasts. Where would you get information? If you were literally listening to this now and going, I want to know more prides, where would you go to get more information um, on prides? Well, I'm looking at the Pride on the website because they're really good at listing all the prides, and like I said, there are a lot on here. So yeah, Pride in London, and then on the front page there's a, um, a link to all the other list of all the other prides so also if any of our listeners have got any lgbt plus events uh cultural social anything you'd like us to talk about or promote then feel free to get in touch with us and then we'll be able to talk about your events and spread the word uh the place that you can get in touch with us is the lowdown uk at gmail.com on twitter you can find us at the lowdown uk so tell us about your events and we will um, share them on. Or come and talk to us yourself about your events. That's something that we would love very much. Yes. 
That would be super good. Especially if you're very beautiful. Anyway. <laughs> we're very inclusive. Anyone. No, sorry, you're inclusive. <laughs> if you are very inclusive. We've got, we've got rough in our uh, if initial... if you are fit, we will hold yeah. Topsy back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Uh, I'm for a husband. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to a Pride that's not listed on your uh, list there next weekend. So this weekend, from, from when we're recording, uh, this weekend is London Pride, uh, 25th of June. The weekend after is Pride in Cologne. Ooh. So I'm off to Germany. I accidentally booked a holiday, genuinely accidentally booked a holiday in Germany over uh, Christopher Street Day, which is what they call it, which is uh, Pride in Cologne. So I've got five days of Pride after we finish Pride here. And it's the first Pride I've ever been to in a different country. I don't speak German. Uh, that's okay. Everyone there speaks English. Uh, I'm, oh, my God. So the next time we record a podcast, I'll have been to some kind of European Pride. And I'll tell you all about it. Are you going to have some German sausage while you're out there? I might have some. Is it worst? Worst. Worst or wiener? I don't know. Probably Maybe. worse. Maybe. Probably worse. It will be worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big old slab of worst. Um, yeah. How exciting. I can't wait to hear all the gossip. I, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm super excited too. I will tell, I literally, I will tell you everything and then I'll just edit out the bits I don't want you to hear. <laughs> we want all the juice. Yes. Do you want a quiz? Do you want a quiz to lighten your load? Just lighten my load. Do you know anything about it or? Uh, no, actually, the less okay. you know, the better. It's about pride. It's not even about pride. Oh, okay. It's about the wider... LGBT world. Okay. Oh no, I don't know anything about anything. You won't know these. I'm always the worst person in a quiz. <laughs> I have no general knowledge. I was all, I've always been really clever and the one on the exams, but like, I can cram information, and then as soon as I don't need it, it, it empties. It goes into the <laughs> trash folder. Um, a lot of this information you've probably never heard before. Okay. This is my hastily arranged LGBT quiz. Um, I'm going to pit both of you against each other, whoever gets the most. Okay. Topsy, head to head with Neil. With Neil, so let's, let's, see, let's see who knows our community the best. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so, question number one. What planet is a symbol used by the transgender community? Venus. I have no idea. I was just going to say something appropriate. Like... <laughs> do it. What do you think, Neil? Obviously Uranus, but that's not the answer. What? Why that's is that obvious? No, just because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> just because you wanted to say the word anus yeah. on the podcast. Exactly. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, planets. Mrs. Folks eats... What's the rhyme? What? <laughs> I have never heard that. You know that planet, planet rhyme when you were at school? I've never heard that. So like, no, Mrs. Vex was our math teacher, so we made it about our math teacher, but it was like... I think there's like, never eat, no, uh, naughty elephant squirt water, and that's for the cardinal points from the compass. That's about all I can remember. Um, so, Mars, Venus, Saturn... Uranus. 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 <laughs> uh, what are the planets are there? Pluto. Pluto's not a planet. Oh, it's a dwarf planet now. Yeah. Is it politically correct to say dwarf? It's, it is. In, in, in respect to dwarf planets, yes it is. Okay. Uh, I don't know. So, what, so why do you think Venus? I don't know. I think just because Venus is a goddess. Okay. That was the thing that went in my head. Well, the actual answer is Mercury. Oh, Mercury, because it's changes state. Yeah. There you go. Ah. 
The sign for Mercury. You, you do know there you go. <laughs> The sign for Mercury is a crescent shape and a cross, which represents male and female principles in harmony in an individual. Um, there you go. Ooh. These could come up in a proper pub quiz. They could. So additionally, the god. <laughs> additionally, the god Mercury is fathered uh, by Hermaphroditus who was both male and female in sex origins. I wish I was a hermaphrodite. Now we are officially an educational okay, podcast. Okay, you need to explain that comment. <laughs> I'd just like to have both bits. I think it would be really fun. I was the same way. I wish I was bisexual, because then you, you know, you are not restricted by... That is true. I could, but I, I could, I, with the bisexual thing, I've always sort of said, never rule things out. Mm. So, How close um, have you come? I have done come. that. <laughs> okay. With a woman, um, so yeah. Okay. Oh, I kissed a girl last night actually. I kissed a girl, not with tongues, oh. just on the lips, and she had very soft lips. Oh. Yes. Were they as soft as yours? I don't know how soft my lips are. <laughs> would you like to try? Um, um, I, I just had a cigarette, maybe kiss Neil. I'm all sweaty. No one wants to kiss me! <laughs> um, okay, so uh, starting on symbolism. What is the symbol of strength and unity for the lesbian community? A hammer. It's <laughs> because <laughs> I'm last bit. It's a way to me. Making horrible stereotypes like oh, no, tool, no. tool belts and uh, I'm guessing it's not the normal symbol that you use with the circle and then the coming out and the is it the cross? The girl, the lady. Do you mean the symbol, symbol for a female yeah. human yeah. being? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Uh, no. Good, <laughs> good guess, though, Neil. Uh, no, it's the labrys, a double-edged hatchet or axe. Okay, so I, wasn't, I wasn't far off when I said really close. Okay, yeah. what, can you explain? Because um, <laughs> that sounds a bit... It's... Well, appropriate, Sorry. but yeah. Um, Demeter, the god of the goddess, excuse me, the goddess of Earth, is said to have used the labrys as her scepter, especially in religious ceremonies. I've literally downloaded all these questions from a website. Um, and I don't know any more than that, but yes, lesbians have some kind of violent hammer as their symbol of unity. Feel free to make us one of these symbols out of yes. macaroni stuck on paper with glitter. With and then glitter. email it to us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what percentage of the global population does scientists estimate um, identify as having a homosexual orientation? Oh, oh, oh. It's a quiz. Ask. <laughs> well, but it's, it's interesting because they, they, they did a survey in America recently, didn't they? Where oh, uh, yeah. the, the the kind of the not, uh, the, not, the uh, under twenty fours or twenty fives, whatever it is, a greater proportion of them are starting yeah. to identify as not a hundred percent straight. And they're also experimented as well, wasn't it? They were saying that it's increased, but it's okay to have a bro job now. Oh, I hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll I'll but hate mine, it if I, I try. Be, so ten percent. Okay. Uh, top figure that I've always heard. Topsy? Uh, I'd say 8%. Oh, hang on. I didn't write down the score. You, neither of you got anything yet. Sorry. No, Topsy got the first Oh, no, you did. You got, you, know, you got one. You got the, the hammer slash axe. Yeah. yeah, so Topsy's in the lead. Yeah. But you're saying... 8. 8%. And Neil, you're ten. saying 10. It's actually 5%. So, again, Topsy. Well okay. done. But I suppose it's... 8! Yeah. But I was you didn't say it was the closest. Was, um... Come on, let's not make it right, okay, okay. It's Matt's quiz. Wow. <laughs> can... 
Wow, Neil has spoken. So sorry, <laughs> Tom. Yeah. You can't have that. You can't have that answer. But well done for getting a closer answer than Neil, who was oh, absolutely wrong. Um, <laughs> okay, approximately how many in three gay men prefer not to engage in anal sex? Is this, is this specific three men or generally? Yeah, specifically, yeah. <laughs> one in three. So what ratio in three? So one in three? Yeah. Yeah. Neil? Two in three. Two in three? Is that more or less? I'm badly fractured. So two well, two who do or two who don't. So that would be, so you would think one in three gay men will have anal sex. Yeah. Whereas I think one in think, three don't. You think two in three will. So you think yes. one in three don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, bang on the nail on the head for that one is Topsy. Uh, one in three gay men prefer not to have anal sex. And uh, let's end on a happy question. How many... I, anal sex is happy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many uh, children in the US are currently being raised by same-sex couples? How many children? How many children? What number of children in the United so we're States? Do this this time? Yeah, we're going to do these places this time. Out of a population of, what, 300 million or something? Yep. Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. Uh... 20,000. Okay, 20,000. Neil? 35,000. 35,000. Neil is closest, and so Neil gets a point well done now. Oh, what was the answer? It's one million. A wow. million? There are a million children in the US currently being raised by same-sex couples. That's wonderful. This is all according to a website called Random Facts. So let's just They're assume very, that that's so verified. Yeah, that, that, um, that government website. That government website. I can, uh, <laughs> I can now reveal that at the, uh, at the end of the quiz, uh, Topsy, well done. You know much more about your own community than Neil. Uh, he was hideously uninformed with one out of five questions right. <laughs> what did I get? Two out of five. You got two. Yeah, so <laughs> you're, you're, you're double as knowledgeable as Neil. Which isn't saying much, unfortunately. No. <laughs> oh, well. It was an easy Oh, I enjoyed win. that quiz. Can we have another quiz next time? Yes. Uh, incidentally, I'm doing a, a new quiz at the Duke of Wellington. Oh, I've been there. Oh, okay. uh, in, in Soho. It's on... Um, I can't remember what night of the week it is now. It's Wednesdays or Thursday. No, it's Thursday nights. Uh, I'm, I'm alter alternating hostess with Martha Diartha. Oh. So uh, I think Martha's doing this tonight, which is yesterday. If you are watching, yeah. listening to you this missed podcast, it. you missed Losers. it. Losers. Yeah. You can watch me on on Thursday, the Duke Wellington. Cool. So yeah. Cool. I will almost definitely be there. Yay! Yeah. So boys and girls, obviously, uh, people whose lives are the biggest mess and are rubbish at relationships are the ones that dish out the most advice, usually, I find, which makes me very qualified to help you with your problems and your miserable lives. So, if anyone would like any advice, send your problems to agoniartopsy at thelowdownuk at gmail.com. That's thelowdownuk at gmail.com, and I will do my best to sort out your lives. Uh, and, and my lovely friends uh, Neil and Matt will help as well. Well, we're trying. Well, I can't say that we're much better. Help is a strong term. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely laugh. Just, just don't blame us if it's the wrong. If you follow it and it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys and girls, thank you so much for listening to our very first podcast. I think I now know what a podcast is, which is good. You can come and join us uh, on our next one, which is going to be on the eighth of July. Uh, it might be a little bit better than this one. We're going to have a guest <laughs> presenter, and I think we're going to have a guest as well. 
So it's all going to be very exciting, and I will be allowed to drink alcohol next time. Yeah, it's going to be an evening, and we uh, I won't have a show to do next Thursday. I will still daytime drink before I come next. <laughs> and remember to, if you do manage to listen, um, please tell people about it and tell them to download on iTunes. Um, because the more people that listen, the more people you can talk to it about and say how amazing it is. And send us your events, your your problems, anything you'd like to, us to discuss on the show, let us know and we will get involved. So the last time you could do that at thelowdownuk at gmail.com. That is thelowdownuk at gmail.com. So we'll see you next time. Have a wonderful Pride. Happy Pride. We'll Bye. see you Happy along Pride. the way. See you and uh, we might kiss some of you along the way as well. Fingers crossed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Lager baby. <laughs> <laughs>